Conversation with, live at the Devon Business Show, in partnership with Westcott's Chartered Accountants and Business Advisors. Broadcasting all over the place, quite literally. This is another In Conversation with Live at the Devon Business Show. You're watching us on Facebook Live, Instagram Live, Twitter Live, LinkedIn Live. I I might as well just say anything that's live at the moment. You can probably see us. Uh, You are also listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and more. If you are listening to us on on a podcast channel, then please do hit the subscribe button because once today is over and done with, we'll return you back to the capable hands of Stuart Elford who will be doing more interviews with business leaders Leaders, entrepreneurs and experts from across the southwest now here at the devon business show we'd like to say thank you to westcott's for sponsoring the podcasts but also thank you to our other partners who have made an event of this size um, possible because it does take a lot of support and a lot of people behind the scenes working extremely hard and with me we've got two of our partners we've got bcr ceos rewind edit no it's live at bcr associates who are our network hub partner you are giving me a mouth, mouth. <laughs> oh my word! It's, uh, it's getting to be that time of the day, I can tell you now. Um, Steve Bolt is from BCR. Hello, Steve. Uh, good afternoon. Hello, lovely. And also, um, probably one of our more important sponsors because they're responsible for the goodie bags. We love a goodie bag. Uh, we've got Tom Moore from Acronyms as well. Hello, Tom. Hi, you're right. Hello, right. Okay, so let's start. Uh, well, I think the obvious question is to ask you to tell us a bit about your businesses. So, Eeny, Meeny, Miny, Mo, let's start with Acronyms. At the beginning of the alphabet, too. Absolutely. Yeah. So Acronyms are an IT company. So we're a managed service provider. We provide services to clients all across the UK. Um, anything from IT through to cybersecurity, connectivity, anything tech. Let's start there. So if I throw in one of the catchphrases, you, you work within the digital landscape. Absolutely. Very well put. Yeah. Isn't everything digital? <laughs> exactly. Everything's digital. Who yeah. on earth came up with this phrase, digital? It's just a catchphrase. It means absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um, and BCR Associates, what do you guys do? Yeah, we are a, a cost management uh, consultancy business that work with businesses to work towards net zero. Our primary sort of business is around the energy market. So we're sort of in the, the maelstrom that currently is the issue for businesses currently um, across the UK. So it's been an interesting year, I think, so far. Yeah, and a very topical topic. Yeah, absolutely. Energy. Um, so you're both um, within, kind of in, in one way or another, you're both working within networking. You're very, at BCR, you're very kindly sponsoring our networking zone. You, acronyms, are obviously very involved with networking from a business point of view. Um, The two actually aren't too dissimilar because it's all about making connections and events like this are about making connections. How important do you think business shows are um, to business within the current landscape? Who wants to go first? Yeah, I I think they're excellent. I mean, I think they're so important. So today, for instance, I've met over 10 of our existing clients Mm -hmm. and we're really lucky that some of them are the other exhibitors in the room. Um, which is great. So it's a really informal setting to be able to catch up with existing clients. And then also, you never know who's going to walk through the door. So, yeah, it's great from that point of view. And um, with regards to the networking zone, which you're very kindly helping mm. us do, BCR, and that's, that's an area where people can meet and greet each other in a, in a more informal kind of like a, 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 a situation. Like you're just at the side, aren't you? You're kind of like not in the hustle and bustle of everything where everything right. gets in the way. You're providing a nice environment for making more connections, aren't you? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, today we found, like Tom, I think we've met a number of our existing 
been clients who are also exhibitors, which has been nice for us to catch up with a few people. Um, and we've made some nice new connections already. So it's been a very important day for us. And being in the network zone, we have people sitting down and having their conversations. And often they'll come and look at what we're doing afterwards. So that's been really good for us. When you come to a business show, one thing I've noticed um, that's really good is actually being able to talk to people one to one. And even though we're, we're in a, you know, we're using Zoom and Teams and all those kind of things to hold meetings and we have virtual meetings and we have conferences. When you're at a business show, you do have the opportunity to take somebody aside and, and share with them some of your pains and some of the, the ways that you hope that the, the exhibitor can help you within, within your business. Have you both found that to be something that's happened here today? Have people kind of shared with you, you know, certain ways in which acronyms or BCR can jump on board and help further their business? Yeah, it's been quite interesting, actually. I think a couple of things that were we hadn't really thought about was that um, certainly in the um, the university community and, and in the net zero community, a lot of the monies that have funded that in the past have come from the from the European Union. Mm-hmm. A lot of that money is, is is winding down now, so there are people on a journey where the funding will stop, and, and we've had a couple of conversations where we can step in and help and carry on that journey. So it's been really invaluable having those those one to one conversations. Without that, we would never have had that conversation. And uh, with acronyms, do you have you found that people have shared some of their IT and business support pains with you? Yeah, I think being in person adds an extra touch. I think people feel a lot more comfortable and able to share. Uh, and the way that the show's laid out today has helped as well. Mm-hmm. It's not too crammed, and there's a bit of space where you can have that conversation, mm-hmm. um, which is a private conversation, it, albeit in a public setting. Um, so, yeah, I think having that in person and being able to have that connection with someone, looking them in the eye, whilst Zoom teams, all the online conferencing facilities we work with day in, day out, and provide us loads of value there's still an element that meeting someone in person and and looking them face to face is still number one yeah talking a little bit more about what what you what both of your organizations do one of the one of the current pains that's certainly shared amongst every business no matter what we do um is is cost the price of things being able to do more with less revenue less free money less money to perhaps um not splash out that's probably not the, the right phrase but to put towards research and development and just trying things out we're all under such financial pressures now aren't we i know um, bcr you 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 mentioned that you're working within the energy sector to help um companies overcome some trials there aren't you yeah i think one of the one of the biggest challenges i think businesses have is that most of them don't really understand actually how their site is using energy they know they get a bill each month they know how many units they've used but they don't actually understand how that's broken down on site so I think that, that, that it is reputed that about 20% of any, any energy bill that a business gets is energy that is wasted. So actually understanding how a site operates and actually how a site is using energy and looking at breaking that down and saying, well, actually, that machine is doing X, that machine is doing Y, mm. actually allows, allows business owners to make informed decisions on how best to actually um, make, the, make their business more efficient. And that in itself will just simply save money and cost is a huge issue, as you, as you rightly said. And with regards to the team acronyms, um, you're probably helping businesses achieve cost savings through improving their IT provision, no doubt. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, from just touching on that last point, from an internal point of view, we've just changed our fleet of diesel vans over to electric vehicles. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one of the ways that we tackled that. Um, like everyone else, our costs are going up, etc. So having the electric vans, I mean, the diesel bill in comparison to the, the charging bill, even with that going up, it has still been a, a major thing for us. So that's been excellent. I think it is about identifying not where you can scrap things and get rid of things, yeah. but where you can be efficient, uh, links into what you were saying. Um, but yeah, with our clients, I think from a tech perspective, 
I guess it's similar. We look at it from um, a, a wider scope. So let's look at the whole estate. Um, what's being used? Is it up to date? And we we come across it so much where we look at um, an estate and people are paying for licenses for someone that left two years ago. Um, and it's madness. It, it all adds up. Um, so it can be the most basic task yeah. of a process between HR and someone leaving and someone informing IT of that that actually adds up to X license per person per month. And you're talking about software licenses, seats yeah. or email accounts that people are subscribing to and they're used by nobody. Exactly. Yeah. That. So sat there um, and yeah, completely to waste. So It's funny you should say that, Tom, because we, we see exactly the same thing on, on things like mobiles. Somebody leaves a company and the mobile sits in a desk and they've got a contract on the mobile still. Oh. So it's, it's not, it's not <laughs> common. It's, yeah. so like for so, a, a week afterwards, there's a strange ringing sound. Yes, that's right. Who's Oh, that's Imagine Accounts. She's no longer with us. And I worked for big multinationals before I sort of bought into the business at BCR. And having worked for big multinationals, I can assure you, trying to get an HR department to cancel a license or anything is hard work. This is frustrating because this is just such obvious stuff, isn't Mm. it? Yeah, yeah. And small business can be way more agile on it. It's a little bit easier to manage. If you've got 10 to 20 people, then that's, you can kind of do that. Um, But suddenly for some reason, when you get to 50 or 100 and and anything past that. Depends whose job it is. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) It's kind of like, oh, it's a different department. So (laughs) what does it matter? Um, I'm not targeted on it. (laughs) And it's it's like, what? how does that make sense surely yeah. you're part of the same company yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. if only but, but like even even if you're providing a service it's still good customer service to help mm. you know make your customers spend their money with you more effectively it doesn't matter what size of business you are mm. everybody within that business has to work blooming hard to bring in the revenue for mm. an organization yes. don't they yes yeah oh, absolutely i think that when you look at where we are at the moment in terms of cost of living we've looked at the energy market over the last 18 months has probably gone up four or 500% in terms of the business world. It's crazy, isn't it? So, you know, uh, there are a large number of companies actually in older contracts with, with still time on the old contracts. So they're not affected technically by what's happening at the moment. But somebody going into the market today would be paying anything up to 12 pence for gas. A year ago, it was two pence. Mm. That's 600% mm. increase in 12 months. So looking at business efficiency, not necessarily cost, but actual efficiency, and, well, cost efficiency that we all know, they're, they're very linked um, concepts. Are there some things that businesses should be doing within your arenas that they're not? Are there other ways that businesses can just start looking at themselves and, and, and trying to bring about a few efficiencies themselves just to get them get the ball rolling? Yeah, I think from our point of view, it's um, keeping on top of it. Um, so we've got certain standards that we kind of set from a tech industry perspective, and we say this is this is the standard. This is kind of what you need to meet, um, but. If you're um, running an old laptop, just a really basic example, but you continue to run that laptop and you don't replace it, it's a little bit like driving a car. It's only when you get a new laptop you realise how bad your old one was. Um, I was speaking to someone the other day and they were using a programme. They said, yeah, I go and make a cup of tea while it loads. I (laughs) just blew my mind. And I was like, every day? What, like three times a day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, have you worked out how much? So we do an ROI exercise and we're like, okay, so just five minutes or add that up, 15 minutes. uh, And you start timesing it out again and it's Mm. just insane. So from our point of view, we often see that keeping on top of it, which evidently requires a, a level of investment, um, we see the grey costs are so much higher, and, and that's what people don't necessarily see. So they kind of slip into this grey area, and you go, well, do you realise how, how much not doing it costs you? Um, yeah. Because it's actually tons more. And, and same 
obviously we do a lot from a security point of view. So in our industry, prevention is always mm. a lot cheaper than <laughs> remediation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but they will go nameless, but we know an organisation that we, we all have relationships with at the moment, mm. and they've been the victim of a very uh, severe cyber attack. One mm. of those, um, you know, if you don't pay, the data's going to go away. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. So keeping on top of it for us is, um, it is a much better way of being efficient. Yeah. I think I think that's the challenge for a lot of businesses. I think they get almost get trapped in the way they've always done something. Mm. So, you know, a simple example, we've gone through a fairly warm summer. Uh, often you'd see air conditioning on with the windows open. So, you know, that, that is just not efficient. Either one or the other, but don't have both. Um, it's very difficult to call the planet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but people try to do it, and then they wonder why they get the bills they get. You know, so th- there are things that I think that are sometimes almost obvious when you go through a business. And one of the things we try and do is to go on site and actually look at the production line or look at how a business is operating, because that will give us a view of what's good, what's bad, and what is best practice. And then you try and install in the, the owners and, and, and right through the staff best practice for that business because that will save money yeah um, and, and that's what you're trying to get people to buy well and make sure what you do buy is of good quality it's really important i think in business terms mm. and you're absolutely right mm. you know running laptops that are that are old mm. is, is just inefficient yeah absolutely so it becomes a fool's economy doesn't it yeah. do you think it's a, a situation that business leaders of businesses of all size they just get too too involved and too kind of you know, swallowed up by the business. They don't take time to, to step outside and look back in. I think you're right on that second point. I think that's it. I think you get wrapped up in it. And yeah. fresh eyes, uh, I think, always help. Um, and it's because you, whether it's you've done it that way forever mm-hmm. um, or whether it's just because you've got the best intentions but you are just too involved, um, I think stepping back and then looking at it from a different view objectively is is incredibly important. Yeah, what well, we we we, t- we decided a few years back to look at the ISO programming yes. to, to go to ISO nine thousand and one, and I think what that helped us do is actually rationalise what we actually did as a business. So you start breaking down what you do and think, why are we doing that like that? Because that process doesn't make sense for mm-hmm. us. And I think often businesses don't take time to step back and actually look at what they're doing. They just carry on doing what they've always done. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is very difficult when you're in the in the day to mucking bullets of a business. You don't actually see actually the bigger picture sometimes, and it's quite important for business owners to actually have that day where they actually i'm not doing the day-to-day bit i'm going to sit and actually understand what this business is actually trying to achieve yeah it's that cliche isn't it of working on the business not in the business yes. Yes. absolutely i think yeah. what that just prompted me one of the things from iso again really simple thing was that we implemented was continual improvement yes um but actually took it really seriously engaged with it now have a process now actively take time to step out mm. and look at it and go what can we improve next quarter yeah. Uh, and often again, it's I have an ongoing joke with someone in our team in the office whereby I talk about how many seconds can we save by doing things? And I'm like, because if we can save five seconds on something, if we times that by 25 people... Yeah, you, you're going to do a great night out of you, aren't you? Yeah, carry on, yeah, carry on. Absolutely. Yeah. But We're not looking at you thinking the, you're a geek or anything. Carry on, yeah. It's the little things that add up. Yeah. And it is that time, honestly... It, You'd be surprised how quickly it racks up. Yeah, yeah. So um, obviously we're, we're, we're having this conversation as though we're all superhuman and none of us make mistakes. Um, <laughs> so if you had to step outside your own business and look back in now, what little? because people will learn from this. We learn from each other. We, we share ideas. We learn from each other. What would you both do to, to your businesses? How would you improve them? 
I think for us, I think that the trust in the people we've got, we've got some really good people that work for us. They know mm. a lot more about the business than I do in, in their areas of expertise. I just give them their head, let them do the job because they are very good. Uh, and I think we probably don't do that enough. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm. Tom. So I think from our point of view, we've grown over the last um, 10 years and we've gone from being a small company to a medium company. We're still a small company, um, but we've gone from being 15, 10 people through to now being just shy of 30 people. And as such, we've had to put a completely new structure in place that works for a kind of 30 to 40 person company. And that's very different to Mm -hmm. a 10, 15 person company. And I think we found out the hard way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't think we did that to start with. I think we, we kind of grew, fell into the trap, realised we needed the structure. And I think actually we, we should have looked at that in advance and just played that in a little bit quicker. Uh-huh. Um, so now we're really aware of that. <laughs> yeah. Just just to level it off, I'll say mine as a personal one is delegate more because mm. I tend to do too much. But I, I, everybody knows that. Who knows me? I do too much. I should delegate more. But the concept of growth, um, you, you both run growing businesses. Um, that can be quite scary, though, for some businesses, can't it? Expanding. There are some that don't want to expand. Yeah, I think, I think the difficulty, I think, for businesses is that as you go through different phases, the type of client you need changes mm. uh, and also the support you can give clients changes. So um, we started 2005 effectively as an energy broker. That's where the business roots were. Um, we're a long way from that now in terms of where we are today, in terms of the whole net zero, the engagement with client, working with client, understanding their carbon footprint, working towards net zero. So the business has changed over time and the skill sets we've had to have had to adapt with that. And we've had to bring in the right people to help us on that journey and also use external resources to help us on that journey. But it's an interesting piece because businesses don't stand still. And, and, mm. and I think the biggest challenge I think all businesses have is – actually what relevance do we have to our clients because it's important that we are relevant to our clients Mm. because that that means they will stay with us if we're relevant so i think that's a challenge all businesses have to do you have to look at what you're offering and is that something my client actually wants in terms Mm. of it and relevance and keeping on top of things your your it's a fast moving industry isn't Mm. it Mm. you're forever on an upward learning curve yeah how are you managing that so i think a big part of that that we've found out over time comes down to our people because there is such, ooh, obviously there's such an amount to learn that no person could learn it or even one segment of it. Um, our people and our, our, te- our teams, our engineers, our technical people are the kind of people that are interested in it and they read yeah. about it at night yeah. and th- because they find it interesting. Um, and, and they learn through, it. Like, again, we don't have to sit them down and say, right, today you're learning this. Sit down and learn it um, because they're actively learning it themselves. And then we're kind of giving them an environment to to go and put that into practice. So I think getting the right people involved is critical um, from that point of view. So your top tip is if you want your business to succeed, employ a geek. (laughs) They're useful. (laughs) They're great. You've learned something here from In Conversation Live at the Devon (laughs) Business Show. Thank you very much, Steve Bolt from BCR Associates. Thank you. What stand are you on? Uh, We are on the Network Hub stand. Of course, you mentioned that. Do you have any goodies? Any kind of. We do indeed. Lovely. We'll come to your stand. And Tom, more acronyms. You're obviously um, sponsoring the goodie bag. I assume, therefore, you've got some goodies. We do. So there's some uh, chocolate in the goodie bags with every goodie bag. That's and we've got hear. more on our stand excellent thank you very much gents for coming in and speaking to us today um, don't forget if you want to come and visit the Devon Business Show it's happening today at the uh, I forgot <laughs> I forgot the venue I've been sat in it all day seeing so getting brain freeze at Plymouth Pavilions and thank you very much again to Westcott's who are our podcast sponsor 
Follow Devon and Plymouth Chamber of Commerce on Twitter at Chamber underscore Devon and search for us on LinkedIn and Facebook. In conversation with, live at the Devon Business Show, in partnership with Westcott's Chartered Accountants and Business Advisors. For more information about Westcott's, follow on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Westcott's UK. In Conversation With is produced by Fresh Air Studios. Full audio production services for podcasts, live links and corporate communications. Visit freshairstudios.com. Copyright Devon and Plymouth Chamber of Commerce and Fresh Air Studios Limited. All rights reserved.